guys, welcome to Coffee Talks with Katie. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Katie Culp and I run a YouTube channel by the same name, Katie Culp, where I film and talk about everything to do with health, fitness, and lifestyle. And a really, really long time ago, I had actually an old YouTube channel where there were a couple of these videos that I would do on occasion called Coffee Talks with Katie. And the entire premise behind those videos was that I would literally roll out of bed, I'd grab my morning cup of coffee, and I'd sit in front of the camera and just kind of talk about whatever was on my heart and mind in that exact moment. Whatever was going on in the world, whatever was just at the forefront of my mind, it was, it was a very therapeutic thing because I would just sit and talk. And it was actually very interesting because so many of you guys seem to really like coffee talk videos. And to be honest, I don't really know what happened with them. I don't know why I stopped filming them because everybody seemed to really like them. So I don't really know what that was about. But I'm very excited because today I am uploading my very first coffee talk video that I have done in years. It's been years since the last coffee talk video. And this is especially exciting because those coffee talk videos at the time when I first started making them, podcasts weren't really a thing. Like that's how long ago those coffee talk videos were because podcasts I feel like have kind of taken over the world a little bit. And this is actually really exciting because I have wanted to make a podcast for the longest amount of time. I can't even talk about how long I've been wanting to do a podcast, but I never felt like I had the right mindset or I never felt like I had the right topics to talk about. I just, I de it never felt like the right moment to start a podcast. But with the return of these Coffee Talk videos, it finally feels like it's the right moment. It feels like it's the right time to start a podcast. And that is what you're listening to right now. So with these Coffee Talk podcasts, what we're gonna be doing is we're just gonna grab our morning cup of coffee, or if you're listening to this at any other point of time in the day, you know, we could, we could be sitting down with a cup of tea, just a glass of water, a, an evening cocktail, <laughs> whatever it is. But we're just gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about whatever is on our hearts and minds in that exact moment in time. And since this is the very first podcast that I have ever recorded in my entire life, I'm apologizing in advance because the audio quality is a little all over the place. The bulk of this podcast is coming directly from that video. And thankfully I use an external mic every time I film a video. So that's not too bad of an issue, but I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how it's gonna sound in headphones. I don't know how it's gonna sound as podcast format. I think I can iron out those kinks, you know, in upcoming videos and in upcoming podcast episodes. So don't fret too much. We're learning how to do this together. I don't know what I'm doing. We're learning. It's going to be fine. <laughs> but regardless of how this podcast actually sounds, I would love to hear your feedback on this topic and on this podcast. I am so brand new to podcasting that I don't even know if it's going to be available in places wherever you get your podcasts. I know I know that that's what everybody says when they have a podcast, but honestly, I don't I don't know. So if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Katie Culp, C-A-T-Y-C-U-L-P. Okay, this seems like a long enough introduction, so I think it's time that we just get started with today's coffee talk. 
And the topic of today's coffee talk is a little bit interesting in my opinion because we're talking about change and changes that I have been experiencing over the course of the past couple months specifically relating to ideologies that I've held and opinions that I've had on kind of a grand scale. For kind of a few reasons, I've been finding that my opinions on certain subjects have been changing pretty drastically lately. And I think that change is one of those things that we can all kind of relate to and we can all, that's a topic that can resonate with everybody depending on where that change is coming from. So we're gonna be talking primarily about change and about opinions and about how things just happen to go through transitions in our lives. So if you find that you've been going through a season of change in your life lately, this might be the exact podcast for you. Without further ado, let's just jump into it. Over the past maybe three to four months, maybe a little bit longer, I have been finding that a lot of my personal opinions on things and certain ideologies that I've had have been totally changing. And I thought it might be kind of interesting to talk about and see if anybody else maybe feels the same way or could relate on some level. And a lot of these changing opinions have been happening because of a few key root things that have occurred in my life that I've taken notice of that have just, well, they've just changed my opinions on things. Let's jump into that. Let's talk about that a little bit. So a couple months ago, maybe not a couple months ago, I don't actually remember the timeline of this specific event occurring, but I was out having fun, having an, an afternoon out with a couple of my very close friends. These friends are some of my closest friends in the entire world. I think the world of them, I love them to death. And not only that, but they're very, very smart people. They're, they're not stupid by any means. Up until this point, I think we shared a lot of similar ideologies and our opinions on things, especially in the political realm, I think were very congruent with each other. They were very similar and nothing, you know, positive or negative about that, but that just kind of sets the scene of what was going on. So we were out having fun, doing whatever we were doing to have fun. And on this particular day, um, unfortunately, a shooting occurred in the United States, something that has been happening more and more frequently, it feels like. And every time a shooting happens in this country, I'm sure I speak for a lot of Americans, but it, it brings up a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and a lot of terrible, like it, it puts a very sour taste in a lot of people's mouths, as it should, because it's a devastating, horrible thing that happens. And it's, it's even, it's so sad to say this, but I don't even remember which shooting it was that happens. It's terrible that I, I can't clarify which one because I don't remember because they happen too frequently. And that's one of the things that I think we as a country have to somehow figure out and get around. And yeah, that's, that's a topic for a different day. The point is, is that I was out with my friends when this happened and we were, we were not attached to our phones. We didn't know what was happening. Um, we were very ignorant of this event happening um, and we didn't find out about it until that evening. And 
by the time that evening rolls around, you you kind of we we got a, a greater a clearer picture of what actually occurred. There were multiple casualties. There were multiple people who were injured. Multiple people had lost their lives, and it was a terrible situation. It always is. And something that my friend said just kind of made me step back and re-examine the situation a little bit. My friend, who again is very smart and I love this person to death, but my friend said, the first thing this person said when this occurred was, man, this should not have happened. We should just ban all automatic weapons. It shouldn't be a thing. We should just ban them all. And if you are out of the, if you, if you are watching this and you are not an American, if you are out of the country, that seems so logical. Like, why wouldn't we? That's not something that should even be a question. But if you are in the United States and you have basic knowledge of the weapons manufacturing industry or the culture here, you probably know this, but we've already done that. <laughs> we you cannot just go out and buy an automatic weapon. That's not something you can do. There are some key situations in which you might be able to do it. For example, if you own a shooting range or you are an actual like company working on them, I think you can get access to them, but I'm not sure of the details. And this just shows, you know, how ignorant I am on this situation too, because I don't know the ins and outs of gun law and gun reform, and I don't know the details. Um, but this specific thing I do know, and that you cannot just go out and buy an automatic weapon. That's not something you can very easily do. And not only that, but in this particular instance, this particular shooting that occurred wasn't an automatic weapon. It wasn't even, that wasn't the weapon that was used. So to hear somebody who I really respect and really love and who I consider to be one of the smartest people I know, to hear this person say that made me kind of step back from the situation and kind of re-examine it because I was like, hold up, you can't do that. Like that's not something that you can even easily do. And we were driving when this came up and I tried to say something and my friend wouldn't hear it. My friend wouldn't listen to me. Um, I think my friend was angry, not necessarily at me, but at the situation as many people are when these things happen. And so my friend wasn't really listening to anybody. I don't think they were just kind of venting, which I understand. I totally get it. So my friend saying that made me step back and re-examine the situation you're one of the smartest people I know, and you think that this is something that anybody can just go out and buy and anybody can just go out and do when that's not a thing. Uh, that's not really all that possible. And it just kind of made me realize how misinformed people can be, but not just misinformed, more than that. some. I, I think there's been a lot of things lately in the media and in lot of, a lot of different circles where people can be misinformed, but then they also are not doing the work to find out the things to resolve their own opinions and gain a knowledge that is more rounded on any particular subject. So hearing my friend say that and hearing my friend, who I consider, again, to be one of the smartest people I know in the world, who is very, 
very who I who I had previously assumed and thought was very well informed to hear my friend have this opinion that was so based in fiction made me step back from the situation and kind of look at everything with a new perspective because it wasn't just this topic but it was more it was more it was more than it was more than just this topic it was about all kinds of different topics what else are people so misinformed about on the root level like what else out there are people so misinformed about but it wasn't just about being misinformed it was about the willful ignorance of this opinion what other opinions are people so uninformed about? Uh, what other things are people talking about, especially in today's you know climate, in today's political climate, where everything is very uh, mean, I should say? What other opinions are people sharing that have no true basis in reality? And what are the things that people aren't even researching themselves? I think it's so important to gain a knowledge base that is accurate. And I know that it's it's very much more easily said than done, especially today where everybody's yelling about fake news and this is wrong and this isn't this isn't real. Like there's so many news articles and so many portals that you can fall down that you assume are real and you assume are true. And articles written and newspapers, news articles, and so many places that you can go for information that you assume are accurate and you assume are correct because the person writing those articles or the person presenting that information is doing so from a platform of truth. Just that statement from my friend made me realize that so much of the information that I think people are absorbing is not accurate, is not the full picture, or is completely just untruthful. And so that happened a couple months ago, and it made me realize that I don't really know what I believe anymore, and I don't really know where I fall, because a lot of opinions I might have might not be based in reality. It might not be a real thing. It might not be an opinion that has factual grounding. And so that has been happening over the past couple months where I'm trying very, very hard to, when something is presented as fact, I am diving in. I'm not just reading headlines. I'm trying to dive into the articles and read what is actually being presented. And then fact-checking that information for myself to find out what exactly is being presented and is that thing that's being presented even accurate? Is it even true? Because just hearing my friends say that just made me realize how susceptible we all are to falling into that black hole of assuming things are accurate when it's not actually accurate. Are you enjoying this coffee talk? If you are, make sure you reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at Katie Culp, C-A-T-Y-C-U-L-P. And I would love to hear your feedback on this podcast episode. So after that situation with my friend, I started to kind of look back in time and think about the opinions that I've had or the reactions I've had to things based off of these opinions that I had that may not have been founded in fact. And 
one thing that I remember very vividly remembering and thinking about where my opinion has definitely changed since was a, f a while back. This happened a long time ago, but I was at a grocery store and I was, you know, doing my grocery shopping so I can have food in the house. <laughs> and as I was checking out at the grocery store, the person, the man who was um, bagging my groceries was like, hey, let me let me take these out to your car for you. And at first I was like, oh, no, that's okay. You, you don't need to do that. And he's like, no, 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 I'll help you. It's okay. I'll help you bring your groceries out to your car. I didn't have that many groceries. I probably had like two bags. It really wasn't a big deal. But I remember at the time, my initial reaction to that situation was anger. I was mad because this man was offering to take my groceries out to my car for me and help me load them into the car. And I remember at the time being so mad because at the time, all I was thinking about was, oh, he's only asking me if he can help because I'm a girl. He wouldn't be asking me if I was a man. Um, I, I, was, I was just very turned off by it at the time. And after the situation with my friend, I kind of, I looked back in time at this when this happened and I just remember feeling kind of ashamed because... He was just trying to be nice and he was just trying to be a nice person and like a nice guy. And I don't know why I got so mad. I, I should say, I know why I got so mad at the time, but now I would have just taken his help because he offered it and allowed him to help me. And it kind of just made me re-examine I guess, traditional feminine and masculine roles in the world and how, especially over the past couple years, I would say, um, I, I think there's been kind of this, this narrative that has made maybe women be a bit more combative toward men than maybe we need to be. And I just kind of, I don't know, it just made me think that maybe, maybe a little bit... <laughs> I, I don't want people to like, you know, jump down my throat or anything, but maybe it's not the worst thing in the world to take help from men when they offer it. And maybe it's okay to to take that help when it's offered and to be nice and to be gentle and to not be so mad all the time at everything. Um, I think especially these days, I think people are just so angry. Everybody wants to be angry at so many different things. And I don't know if that anger is well-founded. And maybe we can do a little bit better of being nicer to each other and talking to each other and having open conversations with each other and finding this middle ground where we can be pleasant and nice and good people. I've been thinking a lot about the roles of femininity and masculinity in people's lives and how maybe, maybe, I mean, I could be wrong, but maybe being a bit more feminine as a woman is not necessarily a bad thing. And maybe being a bit more masculine as, as a man is not necessarily a bad thing either. It's interesting because over the past few years, masculine traits have been kind of perceived as being overly aggressive and mean and bad. And people tend to throw around toxic masculinity a lot these days. And I don't, a lot of it, sure, definitely can be founded in some truth. But then a lot of it I don't think is. 
And I think the same can be said for femininity. There's so many women these days that are so lifted up and celebrated when they are, you know, they get the badass haircut and they are killing it in in the workforce and they're these strong independent career women and they they don't they're independent and they do it all and all of that sh- can absolutely be, be celebrated. But I think when you celebrate those traits, you also perhaps downplay some of the more traditionally feminine traits as well being gentle and being loving and kind and caring and things like that I think are seen as weak when I don't think they are weak I think they're just gentle and I think over the past couple months especially but especially now in present day I'm trying to just kind of accept and embrace natural femininity where it occurs in my own life and seeing where that takes me I know that recently like over the course of the past probably month or so, I've been so happy and so, I don't know, excited about my life because I I think partially because I've been embracing that part of myself and being a bit more feminine. Even, Even embracing traits that might be seen as just stereotypical femininity, things like doing my hair and putting on makeup and wearing dresses and skirts and Not to say that you need to do those things in order to be feminine, but I feel like I have come into myself a little bit more and and felt more happy with myself and my own skin since embracing those traits a little bit. And it makes me really excited to especially be that version of myself when my husband comes home because my husband um, is what I consider to be a, a very masculine man. He's a very much a protector and very much a provider and he likes that and he does well in that. And I think I'm excited to see and feel, I suppose, our chemistry together when we're together again, because I think for the longest time I wasn't celebrating my femininity and I wasn't being that version of myself because I thought I shouldn't, because society was telling me that I should only be celebrating stereotypically masculine traits. And those stereotypical feminine traits should be kind of smothered a little bit and kind of like, you know, repressed. I'm excited to grow within myself a bit more and see where I'm going to be in the next week, in the next month, in the next couple months, in the next year, and see where my growth occurs, where my growth will happen in my opinions, in my, um, in my ideas, and I don't know. I guess we're just gonna have to see together. is a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed this first podcast episode on Coffee Talks with Katie. Like I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, if you found that the subject resonated with you in any way, shape, or form, or you just wanted to leave a little bit of feedback, you can message me or comment on my Instagram or Twitter page at Katie Culp, C-A-T-Y-C-U-L-P. And I would love to hear your feedback because like I said, we are learning. I've never done this before and we are just going to see how this goes for us. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. Bye.